Welcome to Realist Fuck with your girl, Crystal Sullivan. This podcast is for women who know they are meant for more. You're looking for change, ready to smash your fears, and ready to challenge the status quo. I'm here to inspire you to stand in your truth. No filter is needed. You are a badass just as you are, and my goal is for you to have the confidence to chase all your dreams. If you're ready to make an impact, feel empowered, and meet other women on the same mission, you're in the right place. Let's do this. Starting a New Year's always feels like a new beginning, hence the reason everyone's setting New Year's resolutions. But have you ever made a list on January 1st, and by now, on the third week of January, your goals have gone out the window, you're struggling to stay on track, and it's only three weeks in? I get it. I've been there, and I wanted to take a moment today and share some things I do now to help me with this and to help you hit more of your goals that you have set out because if you've set them, there's a reason why you set them. They're important to you. And if I can help you get a little closer to achieving one of them, I'm doing a good job. So let's get started. Okay, so first thing first, the reason why I wanted to do this episode about goal setting and things like that is because I screwed up and I promised you guys I would be here weekly and that was my full intention and things like that. So first, I want to say thank you everyone for supporting me and follow me along this journey and the whole point of real as fuck podcast is to show you the bumps and the things that don't always go through. I don't want to show everything as if everything is flawless and everything runs smoothly like the whole reason I wanted to start this podcast is I feel like not enough entrepreneurs are showing the shitty side of things so that's what I'm here to show you and that's what I want to explain in this podcast and I waited a week or two release it because a lot of us on January 1st we're so gung-ho we're so fucking excited because we're like yeah it's a new year I'm gonna set these goals and I have all this motivation vision of what you want and then like within a week or two you're already struggling so first things first why I was not here for the last couple weeks and why that motivated me to do this podcast and that's because sometimes you have a mission and no matter how hard and how much you want to things come up things get in the way you want to be disciplined and it's sometimes it's not always as easy as it sounds for those of you that don't know me personally I recently we're going to talk about this a little more took on a job at the very last day of December of 2022 so I will be starting my job here next week but the reason for that is last year was extremely stressful and launching this podcast during Q4 I don't know what I was thinking My job is retail. I'm a designer, but I worked at a multi-billion dollar retail um, establishment. So Q4 is madness. And the job is stressful to begin with. And there was already a lot happening and a lot going on with reorgs and things like that. But Q4 was like crazy. And I mentally had nothing left at the end of every day. So there was nothing I could have done to get this podcast out to you. And I want you guys to hear what I'm saying because sometimes we set goals and no matter how much we want to achieve them, we need to also pay attention to our self-care and how we're feeling. And if we push for our goals, are we pushing ourselves to the point where it's like a little too much? And I have really taken a step back over these last couple of years and I really try to be mindful of that because I am a type A personality and I'm a push-go type of person and it's really hard for me to slow down and not push myself but at the same time I can't help you guys if I 
don't have anything left to give. And when I would sign off for work, I barely was even surviving with my family, let alone being able to give you guys something. And I didn't want to show up like half-assed and not really there for you. I just was like waiting until I had the mental capacity to be able to put an idea together. And it's so sad, but that's true on where I was at. So when every year for the last couple of years, when it comes to setting goals, the first thing I do is I reflect on what happened last year. So this year, like I said, was super stressful. Going into 2023, I want this to be a very big year for me, like a turning point, especially since I was able to land a job. I want to put the past behind me and be able to move on now that I know I have eliminated the number one roadblock in my life, which is stress, which was giving stress, overwhelm, the whole nine yards. I'm hoping to get my health back under control, things like that. I wanted to share with you a couple things that I did in 2022 that because I take a look at my wins and my losses. And sometimes my win is also a loss. First thing I did in the beginning of the year was I lost, I launched Empowerware on Etsy. A lot of you don't even know that I have that, but it's something that I was doing and I thought it was really fun. And I learned a lot about dropship. I learned a lot about, because I originally was trying to launch like a fitness clothing line. So I was doing dropship, which was like clothes that your middleman and they were clothes from China, which that's pretty normal for all of our clothes and stuff. But I ended up not being very satisfied with the quality. And for me, business is more than just making money for me, because if it was just about the money, I would have quit this a long time ago. I didn't like the quality of clothes. So to me, I was like, this isn't what I want. This I have an idea for this whole apparel line that I want to do, but I need money to start it up. So I was like, oh, I'll come back to this idea. I'll do it again later as long as it, I can or whatever. What I ended up doing was switching from drop shipping to doing clothing on Etsy. And I was like really loving creating these shirts and these pieces of clothing with like sayings on it to help empower and inspire you to be your best self and things like that. Through this, I learned a lot about like designing on apparel. I didn't print any of the because I started a business a long time ago about and it was printing on clothing and I'm not good with the whole screen printing thing. So I didn't want that to be part of the process, but I really enjoy the design of it and having fun with that. So when I saw this opportunity, I was like, oh my God, I can do what I was doing before, but I don't need to do the screen printing part, which is the part I hated. So I did that. I learned all about how keywords and how to stand out on Etsy. And I also learned that in my mission is to make an impact with apparel. Etsy might not be the best place because a lot of standing out within Etsy, I learned is a lot about following trends. And like, as much as following trends is fabulous and great, I felt like I was chasing things and I didn't feel like I was making the impact. I still have my Etsy store. I still design things here and there. I still, one of my number one shirts is this shirt that I love. It's a my body, my choice shirt. It really helps to push a lot of missions that I have and things like that. So I'm still keeping my Etsy store. I might even actually move some of the apparel over to my own website when I create it, which I'm in the process of. Another win was my son graduated high school. We had a hockey tournament in Dallas. We also went to districts for his hockey team, like lots of fun, monumental things family-wise for us, like going on. It's really exciting to see your son grow up and become a man and things like that. And he chose not to go to college and 
some people might think that's the wrong decision, but he wants to own his own business. So currently he's shadowing another landscaping company through a friend of ours. And I I personally feel like he's going to learn way more doing that. And then he could just take supplemental classes to learn other things that he needs to learn. There's lots of education now, but that's a whole nother thing I get on a whole nother subject about. But anyways, but it's really interesting because all his friends went off to college and he was here and how to figure that space out. But when you are looking at your last year, think of wins and losses, but don't forget like little things like with family and things like that, because it all makes a difference on what you're going to do for next year and the goals that you're going to set. I absolutely love family time. So as much as work as ice hockey was, I do honestly miss it. And if I haven't have any of my hockey friends listening to this podcast, they're going to laugh and they're going to chuckle because they know like I would be like, oh my God, it's so much because my husband works a lot of jobs. So I'm pretty much was, it was just me running my son around all over the place. So the other thing that I did in 2022 was I had to launch my portfolio website and redo my resume after 12 years of being in a job. It was very challenging to figure out what I wanted on it, what what to put on a resume, what to say, what not to say. Do you need a cover letter? Do you not need a cover letter? I took courses on resume writing. It was a complete undertaking, I feel like. And it was, to me, super stressful. I think I applied to, I don't know, 80, 100 jobs at least, but I want to do remote work. So obviously there's more people applying for the same job when you choose remote because it's not based on location. Like everybody in the whole country can apply. You got a lot of people competition-wise. But it was great. I learned a ton about myself and what I have to offer compared to other people because I was like doing a lot of research and looking at a lot of other portfolios, trying to figure out how I stood out, what I, how I was different, what I had to offer a company to be different, things like that. It really was a lot about learning and getting back in touch with myself, which was very interesting. I learned a lot about Notion, which I'm going to be sharing over the next couple of months. If you haven't heard of Notion, it's an amazing platform. It takes a little bit of a learning curve, but love Notion. And I will get into that later with you guys because it's a whole thing, but you can use it for like CRM. I pretty much use it to track my whole life now. But I started learning Adobe XD and Sketch, which I'm going to need at my new job. I kind of taught myself that. So like as much as I didn't make huge monumental changes in my business that I think I started the year out thinking I was going to do, kind of mid-year, I thought to myself, all right, what am I doing? What is happening here? I'm about halfway through the year. What do I need to make my number one priority? So like sometimes when you start a year, you may not end the year where you thought you, where you wanted to go. The other thing I did in January of last year was I started CrossFit, um, wanted to do CrossFit for about eight years. And a lot of people are like, because they know, a lot of people that know me are like, oh yeah, of course you join CrossFit. You love working out, things like that. But I joined CrossFit for a few reasons. I joined CrossFit because I do work from home now. I used to work out of my basement for about, I guess my son's 19, so about 18 years, 17 years. And I, bothering me because I'm constantly here in the house and then trying to go into the basement to work out by myself was just like, I was push and pull and I just couldn't get the motivation to do it anymore. And I was like, I need something around people. I want the community. I want to like get to know people. I want the excitement. So that's why I joined CrossFit. It's been a learning curve, but I absolutely love being around the people and making new friends and having the community within that. What I want to say there is try to always make your goals fit you and don't worry about what else everyone else is doing because 
a lot of other people are like, oh, you're crazy. I wouldn't join CrossFit. Is it hard? Is it challenging? Hell yeah, but it's fucking fun. Okay. And then lastly, the biggest thing of the year for me that was the most exciting because it was another thing that I had been wanting to do for eight years is launch this damn podcast. And like I said, it was also a miss up and a loss because of the fact that I fell off track like not too long after I launched, but that's okay. We're gonna, we're gonna kick ass this year. So some things that didn't go well. I didn't make much progress in my business, but that what I, that's what I was saying is sometimes you need to pivot. And to me, um, getting out of my job and kind of making those changes became more important to me than anything because I realized that the stress from that environment and the negative things that go on and the way that they have us work at that job was bringing me down. I was stressed. I was miserable. I've gained so much weight over these last couple of years because the last couple of years have been really bad. And I just couldn't get a handle on anything. I couldn't get a handle on my business. I couldn't get a handle on my health. I worked with a health coach last year. It didn't matter what I did. I was, I just felt like I was stuck in mud. So I sat back and said, how can I make this change? And I was like, okay, first thing that needs to happen is a new job. That was why I shifted everything, like the middle of the year and put everything else on the back burner. Like I said, my health didn't change much throughout the year. I suffered a shoulder injury that took me, I think it was like four or five months of rehab to fix, but I'm better and I think it's great. So once you go through, you know, what your wins and your losses are, then you want to take, you want to sit down and you want to take time to think about a vision for this year. What is it that you want to accomplish? If there could be one amazing thing that happened this year, what would it be? Like, what would be the one pivotal thing that would be the most exciting thing for you? And then what you do is you say, so if you, if it was like a weight thing or you want to be, I don't like to use weight as numbers. You guys are going to learn this about me. I really have a hard time with that because 120 pounds on me could be different than 120 pounds on me 10 years ago because I've gained muscle and things like that. So that's why I don't like to gauge it by weight and numbers. But say you wanted to say, I want to be in the best shape of my life, say. Okay, well, what is it going to take you to be in the best shape of your life? What are two to three goals that you can funnel in to becoming that version of yourself? I like to keep my goals to a minimum because the more goals you set, the more cray it gets and the harder it is to hit any of them. So I've learned over the years to try and just focus on maybe two to three goals. And sometimes my, two of my goals are very similar or piggyback off each other kind of thing. And then I might have another one. I think I'm trying to remember what I made my goals this year, but it's something about making X amount of money in my business. And then the other one, is getting my health back under control. And I think the other one is just being consistent with my business and stuff like that. So it's like, you know, how to work together, but keep them to a minimum. Try not to overwhelm yourself because although it sounds fabulous to make a million goals, most of us will just hit overwhelm, which is why a lot of us by this point in week three, you're already giving up because you might've set too many goals. And I want to give another example. So say the goal is the healthiest version of your life. And then I sit there and I say to myself, okay, what are the goals I need to get there? I need to eat healthy. I need to work out. I need to sleep. Those are three things that could be your goals. Get eight hours of sleep every day. Eat, I don't know, seven servings of fruits and vegetables, not each, but like together. So like those could be your goals. And then you would say to yourself, 
What are obstacles that are going to stop me from achieving these goals? And what can be my solutions to overcome the obstacles? Think now what the hell is going to stop you from hitting your goal and come up with a solution on what you're going to do about it when it happens. So that way you're not fumbling in the moment trying to figure out or get thrown off. Like you already thought about the obstacle. You've come to a solution on what it is you're going to do to get past it. And this will help you. And make sure you're also writing all of this down somewhere that you can look back at and that you can reference throughout the year. Or if you hit the obstacle, you could go to your notebook and be like, what did I say I was going to do when this happened? Things like that. You want to make sure that you can get to your goals. The other thing I want you to do is list out milestones you need to do in order to achieve the goal. Same as goals. I want you to start small. Try not to get too crazy. Three to five milestones to keep it manageable. Be specific and tangible. Some of mine for the healthiest version of myself would be Let's see, walk 10,000 steps daily. Mine is hit my macros daily, which I'm getting back into currently. Things like that. That's workout five days a week. See how I have numbers and I'm very strategic about what exactly I'm trying to do to get there. Like certain habits I need to create in order to get there. Like your habits can be your milestones, things like that. So that's that part. And then I want you to create a system for yourself. How are you going to hold yourself accountable to ensure you're always looking at your goals? Like I said, keep it in a notebook. I keep mine in Notion. If you guys have questions about that, reach out to me and I can show you my Notion because it's something I want to do in the future. I just don't know how soon I'm going to get to do that. But I want you to make sure that I have set up my Notion to like once a week or like once every two weeks, I think I set it up to look at my goals, review them see where I'm at with them. Are my projects on task? What, Which one of my habits am I not doing? What can I do to change that? Because if you set the goals and then you just leave them and you never come back and look at them, then of course you're not going to achieve your goals because it's just, you set it and forget it and you fucking forgot. Like you need to constantly keep revisiting them. I don't care if it's a damn post-it on your refrigerator that you keep looking at. Like just anything that you can do and Everything is going to work different for different people. That's why through this podcast, I want you to learn what works for all of you. And I want you to take pieces of things and I want you to adapt it to fit your needs. Because without doing that last essential piece of making it fit you, you're never going to get anywhere. Like you have to take things like, for instance, the whole notion thing. I took many templates and put them together to make my own, to make it fit my goals and what I'm trying to do and what I need to track in order to stay on, on target. So take what is valuable to you, take the pieces that work for you, and then create a system that works for you. And try not to go, if you don't work out now, don't say I'm going to work out five days a week. No, don't start there. Don't overwhelm yourself. Start small. Okay. Keep it small. And then you can create a daily log with habits that you're trying to hit, whether it's a piece of paper or something that you write on. If there's anything that you can keep a daily task of and that you're checking off so that at the end of the week, you can be like, yeah, I hit it on X amount of days. I miss it on these days. Why did I miss it? okay, what can I do to not miss it again? Or, oh, it's okay because I had something happening. Try not to beat yourself up when certain things are out of your control. I try to only care about things that are in my control. And then if you have any projects that need to be tied to your milestone, things like that, keep track of all that. And then, like I said, lastly, have weekly, monthly, quarterly check-ins, however you can do it, whatever is best for you. And that's it. 
I hope that this was helpful and I will see you next week. I already have podcasts set and ready to go and planned out and I can't wait to get back on track with this. So thanks for joining me on this journey. I hope this podcast has served you well and I look forward to continuing this for you this year and beyond. If you enjoyed this podcast, please don't forget to rate, review, and share with all your buddies. I'll talk to you later. Bye.